0: The best way I can describe it, Ben, is kind of like Donald Trump. It's a joke that's gone too far.
1: I'm absolutely delighted to welcome uh, Lachlan Bain Templis to Swim. Rocks, the podcast that shares ideas, information, and inspiration with swimming people that stay dry. Now you don't stay dry but we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that in a minute and we're sitting on the street just around the corner from the pool having a coffee so there'll probably be some noises in the background. Um, now when I look at you I see a swimmer, a learn to swim teacher, a coach, a commentator uh, both with the microphone and also on the live stream from Swimming Australia and you're now also host of Lunch with Locke. The, uh, the New South Wales video phenomenon, but how would you describe yourself Locke? Oh, probably, probably just a bit of a goofball um, honestly i don 't really see any
0: point of uh, taking life too seriously you know and I think uh, you know my media work has, has has come good is because you know i 'm not afraid to make a fool of myself, and, and when you 're in this business, especially if you 're in the coaching business and the learnersman business. I got told at my first day of learning to swim that if you're not prepared to make a fool of yourself, you're in the wrong business. So I'm glad that I've got that quality. And uh, and yeah, so and this led me to great places with Lunch With Locke and now with uh, Brunch With Ben <laughs> on the street having a coffee. <laughs> brunch
1: With Ben. Brunch we'll get, With Ben. <laughs> we'll have to get a hashtag for that <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, will we, we well? will, yep. <laughs> so just winding back, how did you get into swimming originally? So um,
0: as a kid, as any kid... Uh, basically had borderline ADHD and you know was hyperactive and, and, and also I had I have asthma as well and, and mum and dad thought that it'd be great for me to get into swimming just to help with my asthma and also just to help with my hyperactive levels. Um, so from the Central Coast and I still live up there now. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world and I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Um, and started swimming at a Gosford Stingray swim club um, which is still going at the moment. Um, and was there for a while and went back and forth with, with King Cum Pacific Dolphins, which is a club um, up on the coast as well. Um, then really found my calling when I, when I, I moved to Woi Woi, still swimming for Gosford, but training at Woi Woi, and I found my first great coach of, of Kim Taylor. And now Kim was more of a coach to me. He was, he was basically a second father figure. Um, you know, we, we had some issues... With, uh, with Dad as well, with, with illness, and and, um, and while he was making his recovery, Kim, you know, was there to take care of me. Like, Kim taught me how to drive, basically. I would be in his, you know, his red XL, which I know you had, Benny, as well, and I'd, he'd be teaching me how to drive manual. Um, now, I was with Kim for eight years and followed him from Woiwoi to Mingara. Um, and I was at Mingara for about six years, from about basically my whole high school career. And um, I remember it was... It was after Nationals in 20, 2016, after Rio Trials and Kim told me that he was leaving Mingara and he was taking a job out at Kinross Walleroy Bay out at Orange, which he still is now. He's doing great stuff out there. I mean, Kinross, you know, you'd have a couple of kids here and there and now it's an epidemic on pool deck, you know, they're everywhere. Um, so when he left, I, I stayed at Mingara for a couple of weeks and I just needed a change. I was there for a long time, you know, I needed a change. <clears throat> so I went down to Woi Woi uh, with, with Graham Carroll, uh, who did amazing things with the Paralympics down at, a, uh, at AIS squad down there and, and moved up to the coast and great coach, absolutely great coach. And, and I was only there for 18 months, but it felt like I was there for four years, Ben. Like, it was incredible. And he said the same. He goes, mate, I've only known you two years, but feels like I've known you for, for 10 or something like that. And I was there for 18 months and and um, nothing against the squad, nothing against Graham. Just, just needed to get that extra push. You know, just needed to get that extra push. So um, rang up my old friend Matt Kelly uh, who was swimming at Abbotsley and and I originally wanted to move down to Nutterwadding and, you know, super fortunate to have Amanda Isaac who's you know, was originally from Nutterwadding, you know, a, under an hour's time down the freeway. So I decided to take my swimming career down at Abbotsley and yeah finished up there and now I've got a job there coaching so that's basically it
1: wow that's a lovely story yeah so what does swimming mean to you look Ben
0: I I am so in love with the sport I am just in love with it and when I I retired from it and and I, I said to I said to Amanda I said Amanda look I'm still in love with the sport I'm just not in love with myself doing the sport um, and we talked about my role there at the club, and we and we said months before that I'm a real supportive role, especially in the squad. And, and I was getting end of my career, I was getting a little bit unhappy um, with myself in the water. So I thought, well, if I'm not happy in the water, I can be happy out of the water, which I love doing learner swimming, coaching—and still be that supportive role to the young swimmers, especially, um, you know, and take my skills of of making state teams and, and national. Uh, talent ID squads for Australia, and and really giving them the information that they need, or or you know they might not have access to. Um, and yeah, but just so in love with the sport, just really in love with it, and just how it makes people into great human beings, teaches kids and and even adults if they pick it up in life, just how to be disciplined, how to. Switch on, do your job, and how to push yourself further as well. This is a job.
1: It a job. It's quite a transition moving from being a swimmer to being a coach, mm. and it's clear that you've had plenty of conversations with Amanda and deep thought before making that transition.
0: Mm. How's it been doing that? It's been great. It's been really good, and I'm super fortunate to have you know Amanda is Amanda and Cam, and even Leon as well over at Abbotsley as my, as my mentors and and bouncing ideas off them and I've been working closely with Cam uh, helping a couple times a week with his squad and um, some of the stuff that he's giving it me not not just from a, a, a coaching point of view but also um, you know psychology and, and, and what not as well I know he was on your podcast a couple of weeks ago viewers should go check that out um, you know and he talks about you know trying to unlock the secret uh within the swimmers' minds to get the, their best um, out of them. And that's something I've really learned while under camp. And uh, Amanda's a genius as well. She's a genius. I remember talking to her and she was explaining, explaining, this, uh, explaining how she was setting up, um, I think it was a session or a program or something like that, I looked at her and I said, Amanda, you are so smart. And she giggled and laughed at me, you know, I said, you are incredibly, you're a genius she went oh thank you so and um yeah but it's been it's been really good over at Abbotsley great club great coach great
1: committee and great staff around as well well you're flattering us but (laughs) (laughs) which makes us feel good but I mean seriously there are so many swimming is such a broad spectrum you Mm. know you've got the the kids that have just moved up from learn to swim you've got particularly at Abbotsley, a lot of sort of teenage girls, sort of 14, 15, 13, 14, 15, you know, that, yeah, that sort of age yes, group. Yes, yep, yep. Then you've got the sort of, uh, you know, the, the ones that are about to leave school or have just mm. left school and, uh, you yeah. know, too cool for school and the rest yeah, of it. And yeah, Different yeah. dynamics. Yeah. Is there a particular group or niche that you, you can see being your thing or are you just sort of enjoying the whole range at the moment? I think the whole range at the
0: moment I'm really enjoying. Um you know, especially if Amanda's away, you know, on a camp or on an Australian team or something like that and I have to fill in and, you know, um, basically getting to see from a different point of view than rather in the water of what the squad's doing. Um, then you've got your teenagers as well, which, which have been, you know, helping out with Cam and, and they're in that exciting phase where, you know, they're, they're, they're still... They're coming to an end of their growing, of their growing cycle, but they're... Uh, and they're learning skills but they're also improving as well and they're improving drastically. And then you've got your juniors which are a whole heap of fun of starting from a base and, and you know working a lot on technique and, and, and skills and race skills and learning how to race. And, um, I can't pick a favourite, Ben. I'm sorry, I know you want it but, uh, but honestly, I can't pick a favourite. Um,
1: if I could, I'd, I'd take them all. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. All good. What I'd like to do now is change gear and talk about your media work. Yeah. Now, um, you know, I've seen you on pool deck with a microphone. I've seen you on the live stream. Lunch, and, lunch with lots. Whoever gave now. me a microphone was a brave person. <laughs> Very brave. <laughs> well, I've given you a microphone now. I so know. So I'm not going to get it back You later. are
0: brave. Yeah, I'm going to take it and start interviewing people on the street.
1: <laughs> yeah. But how did it all start?
0: The best way I can describe it, Ben, is kind of like Donald Trump it's a joke that's gone too far you know Um, originally I think my if you want to call it interviewing my earliest memories was stealing Kim my old coach his iPad going around states with a Gatorade bottle and just doing funny interviews with people around pool deck you know Um, and And what was in the Gatorade bottle may I ask (laughs) oh no Gatorade it was empty but but I'd go around, and I'd um, I'd uh, go around and, and chat to swimmers and coaches, and if I was really brave, I'd go I'd go pester uh, some of the technical officials as well who I knew, and um, yeah, so that was one of my earliest memories. And then I used to do it on pool deck, and, and Amanda heard me one time, and um, at 2018 Commonwealth Games trials, which was up on the Gold Coast. She uh, she spoke to one of the Swimming Australia uh, officials and and said, um, "Look, I've got uh, I've got a kid here. He basically loves commentating. He uh, can't swim, but he can talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can talk forever, right? Can talk forever. Um, and he's he's a bit of a goofball. Do you reckon Kurt Hanson, who was commentating at the time, who Amanda knew, would?" Would be able to he would get on there and have a go, and, she, and the the lady went, yep, yep, absolutely, and um, said, yep, you're on tomorrow morning. I went, okay, so I got there and I had two races. I had my 200 on, and my 200 back, and I raced my 200 back first, and I was struggling with a shoulder injury, so I went, man, I look, I'm not confident in my 2 200m. I think I might might pull out of it. She went, that's okay, go do your commentating, right? So. I get taken around the back and I sit down with, with Kurt and uh, a bit really nerve-wracking. You know, you, you start to sweat and you start to shake a little bit. And, um, but it was, really, it was really interesting behind the scenes and, and uh, to get to see how it's run and, and, you know, Kurt would turn our mics off and we'd have a chat off air, you know, about, and he'd give me tips and whatnot. And at the end he goes to me, he goes, mate, that's a great job, give me your number. And uh, if you're down in Sydney for um, Australian Age Nationals in April, come on and do a, a couple of nights with me. I went, this is great. This is awesome. Um, so I went down. I did two finals, two final sessions and did that. And I was playing the role as kind of a stat man. You know, I'd have Meet Mobile up and I'd uh, be writing down stats of, you know, who could go faster and what PBs and whatnot. Anyway, then so that was my commentating uh, career so far and then we got into the uh, Swimming New South Wales put up a post looking for videographers and Luke Bibby who's a swimmer at Carlisle and also uh, works for a company that's tied with Channel 7 and, and uh, said look they're looking for videographers do you reckon you'd be in and I went oh yeah alright let's just see how this goes you know I'm not, I wouldn't take it seriously let's see how this goes and uh, sure enough, he comes back with this idea, Lock, I've got a great idea. It's called Lunch with Locke. Basically, it's you and a couple of um, swimmers and New South Wales top swimmers, and we go out somewhere, we have a lunch and we, ju- we just have a chat. And I went, oh yeah, that's all right, you know. What's this into the build up of Tokyo 2020? He goes, yeah, that's exactly right. And I went, oh yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah, sweet. So to wrap things up, Swimming New South Wales, gave me and Luke our own little uh, web show and, and social media show, and I've uh, been super fortunate to interview Matt Wilson and, and Brad Woodward so far, um, and a uh, load of fun. Really, honestly, just sitting down, two mates sitting down, chucking banter back and forth, and, and also getting a side that most media wouldn't get... Of them, where they're relaxed and there's you know, not a big camera in front of their face and they just come after their race and they're huffing and puffing and they can't talk. Um, so yeah, just a kind of relaxed feel and taking a lot of inspiration from, from other shows on, whether it be from Fox Sports or you know, um, other podcasts and whatnot. Um, and yeah, and then that got me to do some um, media work and some interviewing on, at State Open. Um, and also at the Sydney Open, um, which was great. We have some great pieces there and hopefully some more to come out as well. And uh, it's been an exciting ride and it's going to be good to see what's going to happen in the future.
1: For those people that haven't seen Lunch with Locke, uh, can you sort of describe it in a nutshell? Uh, Goofball, curly-haired boy
0: talks with swimmers and does activities relating to the Japanese culture. That's the best way I can do it. So, a build up to Tokyo 2020 with a more chiller interview vibe. You sound like you're describing a fine wine. (laughs) Swirl swirl it around all you want, Ben, it won't make it any better.
1: (laughs) So, in your last episode with Brad Woodward, Mm. the whole thing starts in a garage. Yep. doing uh, karate yeah where did that idea come from
0: well i said to, i said to luke i said mate i think because the first episode with matt we sat down and we and we just had sushi we just sat down and had lunch and i said look i think we need to you know spark things up and do activities so we made a list of activities and, and the first one obviously was karate um you know and we we talked about the karate kid movies and and whatnot and and you know basically you know When most people think of Japan, they think of uh, weird animatronic stuff, uh, Pokemon, (laughs) karate and sushi, you know? So we ticked off sushi and we uh, decided to karate and Luke goes, "Right, I'll get a karate class and uh, for whatever reason, we couldn't get into a karate class with both our schedules, Brad and my schedules. So... Uh, Phil, the guy who ran it, said, look, I do some of it out of my garage. I've got some mats laid down. Let's do it in the garage. And, yeah, we went off to, uh, off to near Hornsby, up to Asquith there, and, yep, had a karate lesson with Phil. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, for people who haven't seen it, how can they find it? Where's the best place to go? Best place to go, there's a couple of
0: social media uh, platform, so obviously you go onto New South Wales Swimming uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's also on their website, and also on YouTube as well. If you just look up lunch with Lock uh, or lunch with Lock Swimming New South Wales, and it should be on those platforms. Yeah,
1: excellent. Well, we'll get those links up in the show notes so that people who haven't seen it should track it down. Yep, should uh, do. Should do. <laughs> what's the plan for the future? Well, the plan for the future. are Really exciting times
0: at the moment. We've we've been in talks with uh, with Swimming uh, Swimming with Swim League Australia, um, which. I know you've had Adam Beisler on for a little bit. Um, we've had, and I've been involved with Swim League Australia for two out of the three years, both as a swimmer and and, uh, and now helping out uh, at Metro Gala Days and and other Swim League events as well. Um, and been happy to you know that that the talks we've had and we've had so far, you know, we, he wants us on board, which is great. Now being signed by Swimming New South Wales, he's it's you Know really exciting times for that field. Uh, with a lunch with Loxine, we've got a couple of episodes in the works at the moment. I can't really ex- it, say who because it's all uh undercover, but uh, just, yeah, w- w- watch the swimming New South Wales space. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting next four or five months, yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad we were able to uh, get you before you get too expensive. You know, I <laughs> have to go through your agent to uh, yeah, to get, to get this yeah, I have to get an agent, Ben. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Well, uh, while we've got you and before we let you go, um, let's move on to the the quick fire round of questions, if we can. So are you ready? I'm ready. ready
0: I've had a full coffee. I am ready to go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Question one, what's been the most useful piece of advice or equipment that you've had in swimming? Ooh. Most useful advice?
0: Man, it's not very quick fire, is it? I need to really think about this one. I think equipment, I, I think can't go past headphones and, and music especially you know um, especially racing my, my whole thing was just to get as fired up as possible so listening to uh, some dubstep which is some really angry uh, electronic music from you know grunge to metal you know from uh, silver chair to Uh, a band that not many people will know of, uh, a system of a down and, you know, all those really angry music. So, yeah, I'd probably say headphones and and music.
1: Question two. If you were to officiate at a New South Wales (laughs) meet, the lucky door prize is a box of chocolates or a bottle of wine. Which are you? Oh,
0: yeah, I dare say the the box of chocolates. I'd go the box of chocolates, absolutely. Which sort? Oh, I, I, I do like a bit of Turkish Delight. Um, If it's frozen, you know, yeah. So just the little ones that you get out of the favourite boxes. If you freeze them, just have a little bit of a crunch to it and just let it melt in your mouth. Um, Or white chocolate, yeah.
1: So not really any normal chocolate, really, but yeah, just your... Those two. We're learning a different side of you, lot. You know, yeah. we're now having Angry Music and Frozen Turkish July. It, yeah. There's probably some things deep in your psychology, but we'll, oh, we'll save that for a future yeah, episode. Don't go too deep, Ben. You're not you won't come back the same. <laughs> Question three. What if anything would you do differently if you had your swimming career all over again? Oh. I think. Look, I have no
0: regrets. I probably only have one regret and that was probably main, managing uh, HSC with, with swimming. I think, especially when I, I shouldn't say HSC, I should say finishing school. I kind of finished school and and lost my way a little bit with swimming and um, ended up with some injuries and, um, and just overuse of the shoulders and whatnot. So I think if I had my time again, I, I would do that a little bit differently and and probably just self-manage myself a little bit better in those, in those early years of my open swimming career,
1: yeah. Question four. What's your 50 metres freestyle personal best time? Ooh. I haven't done one in a while, to be perfectly honest. I think it's about 24,
0: 24 high or something like that. Maybe 24-8, maybe. Uh, let's say 25. Let's round it off. 25, there you go. Yeah.
1: And question five, what's been your most exciting swimming moment? Oh, look, I I
0: can't go past winning my first national medal. Um, 2015, uh, I was in my HSE year, um, and for some reason, which most people don't do, they normally take a break or ease off in the HSE year, I was training ten times harder, doing three more sessions than I'm meant to be, and was just probably my best that I've been and I went into swimming uh, the uh, national championships I just said I want to go in there as a name I don't want to go in there as I don't want to expect myself to be uh, pushing for a medal or anything like that I just want to go in there as a name but I want to come out a champion I want to come out better than a champion so I went in with that mentality I just knew that you know I was going to swim a good race so I made the final I was out in lane one and uh had a great middle 200 at 400 individual medley. had a great 100, 100 back 100 breast leg and I got to the free leg and I looked across and I went mate you're just behind second here so first and second they ended up pairing home and came home under a minute which you know most people don't do and I came home in probably my best 100 free back end of a 400 I am and, and managed to hang on for for, for third and swam my best time and i you know i have the best i've gone since that is probably you know three seconds over that so i just remember touching the wall turning around just going lock you did it you've done it like you've done it mate this is incredible and mum and my, my coach kim were up in the stands going off and i threw the water up in the air and splashing it going crazy you know it's like it was like i you know won an olympic medal and really it was my first national medal and couldn't wipe the smile off my face when the camera came on me for the live stream i was just giggling because i i couldn't i, I couldn't wipe the smile off my face and, and that carried on through the meat i had the best meat of my life so yeah not so quick fire was it benny but yeah <laughs> but yep yeah.
1: it's lovely yeah. to hear yeah welcome by 10 bliss thank you so much indeed for your time today thanks for joining us
0: thanks ben my absolute pleasure
1: what a great man and I don't know about you but I think we'll be hearing a lot more from Locke over the next coming years and I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch to hear and to see. Well before I let you go, can you do us a favor please? If you are enjoying our podcasts then that's fantastic and you think you know somebody else that may also enjoy them then can you pass the word on because the more people that listen in uh, the bigger audience we get and the more impact we can have on swimming and i hope get more people involved which uh, just make all of our lives a lot easier and a little bit more fun well that's it for this week thanks ever so much for joining us until we next meet do please stay dry